0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome. It is time for another Mediascope Brief. Yes, you heard me. It's been a while, but I'm happy to be back. I hope you all are doing well. All right, so let's just get right into it. Let's talk the New York Times. So they actually announced today that more than 3 million U.S. students are now receiving access to and free access at that to newyorktimes.com, thanks to more than 30,000 contributions from the readers. So it's the company's way of investing in the next generation of New York Times readers. Of course, it's never free, free. (laughs) And they think that will help retain current subscribers as well. They said, we already have high retention, but they think it could make make it almost bulletproof, according to Hannah Yang, who is the head of subscription growth. So donations come from nearly 75 countries, and they are made possible through its sponsor a student subscription program that launched in 2017. So the access is given to 4000 schools around the country, including very large school districts in Chicago and Miami-Dade to and, you know, smaller districts as well in rural America. So far, schools in all 50 states have been given access Some are recurring donors, but some are also one-timers. So one donor actually donated $1 million to this in 2017. And so not including that donation, each donor gives about $50 on average. So the big picture is that Yang says, while many subscribers pay for New York times to read it themselves, many others aim to support what they consider to be a good traditional journalistic paper. And now and for future generations. So here's the thing. The subscriptions are awarded on a first-ask, 1st serve basis, as well as for those in need financially. So far, the company has been able to provide subscriptions to everyone who's asked, although when some schools in certain parts of the country inquired about subscriptions and realized they could access them for free, they said they were skeptical. Wow, it shows how about the dollar we are, that when something is actually legitimately given for free by a legitimate news organization, people are like, oh, what's the catch? That's probably what it is. So Hannah Yang also said some schools in some parts of the country are not going to want this. There's a skepticism with people asking us, what's our our ulterior motive?" excuse me. It was harder to give this away than we expected. So what's next? Eventually, The Times wants to open this program up internationally. Okay, so that's what's going on at The Times. Let me know what you think about the story. Are you a Times subscriber? By the way, there is a fantastic show on Facebook Live every Sunday with uh, a gentleman named Shri. He is fantastic. He's a former New York Times journalist. He's also a former um, Uh, professor at uh, Columbia, or he may be current at Columbia, but in any case, he is amazing. And he does the New York times read along on Facebook live every Sunday, starting at eight, it goes from eight to 10. And if you're a New York times reader, it's so nice. It just is a, a little piece of New York and I love New York times. All right. So let me know what you think. I'll be back shortly. Cheers. everyone. Welcome back. Okay, let's talk a little news about Spotify. Now, why does that matter to those of us that use Anchor? Well, we do have the option to push out our podcasts to Spotify, but now Spotify has purchased Anchor, not just Anchor. They've also bought a podcasting company called Gimlet. So just today, the music streaming service confirmed that they've snapped up two podcast networks, Gimlet and Anchor, in undisclosed deals. But the firm also says that it has plans to spend a further 400 to 500 million on multiple acquisitions in 2019 to get even deeper into the space. People podcasting is the new black and it's been the new black for a while. The Gimlet deal is said to be upwards of 200 million according to Recode, which broke the news of the deal last week. But it's not clear yet how much the company has spent on Anchor, which helps podcasters record their shows and then distribute them online. All deals are a big major push for Spotify, but the writing has been clear and on the wall for those paying attention. Last month, TechCrunch reported from CES that Spotify was going after podcasting this year. The company has been going after exclusive shows, and at CES, it added Unbothered from journalist Jamil Hill, who, as you know, used to work for ESPN, while it's also working on specialist ad units around the podcast network. So this is all according to TechCrunch. This is what... Courtney Holt, the head of Spotify Studios, said to TechCrunch in January, people who consume podcasts on Spotify are consuming more of Spotify, including music. So we found that in increasing our podcast catalog and spending more time to make the user experience better, it wasn't taking away from our music. It was enhancing the overall time spent on the platform. Interesting. I don't know why people don't get this. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both or several. So in any case, that's what's happening. In case you have been under a rock for the past day and you have not heard, Spotify is purchasing Gimlet. And anchor. I really want to know what you all think about that, particularly those of you who are anchorites or waivers, as we like to call ourselves. Let me know. Drop me a line. You can get at me on Twitter as well at Tachiata or just leave me a message here. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, cheers. I'll be back. Okay, welcome back. You know, dating can be hard, although it's gotten a lot easier because of all the apps and the online dating that serve to connect us in ways that we didn't have access to before. Samsung is actually looking to ride that wave by, you guessed it, your refrigerator, or maybe you didn't guess it because I never would have thought. So, Samsung, of course, mostly is associated with phones, tablets, and TVs, and of course, they do big electronics like the Samsung. They now are launching, the Samsung refrigerator that is, they now are launching a dating app called Refrigerating. Yes, Refrigerating. So it's a free app that works with the Samsung Family Hub Refrigerator. The refrigerator costs $4,000, so you know, that may not be something you want to go out and buy in order to meet somebody, but if you already have it, you can download this. So it's a free app, as I said. It works with a touchscreen on the door that you can use to view the family schedule, an ingredient tracking camera that lets you double check whether you're out of something like, say, milk. With the app, you take a photo of the inside of your fridge to share, and you can swipe right or left based on how the contents of someone else's speaks to you. Don't fear though, you can also just take a photo with your phone if you don't have family hub. So yeah, you don't actually have to have the refrigerator for it to work. The idea is that what's in there, whether it's moldy leftovers or an enticing collection of craft beer, or even maybe some sushi you're about to nosh on could provide a more authentic look into who you are and how you live. And ideally keep you far away from people who refrigerate their honey. That would be difficult to use if you refrigerated honey. Anyway, <laughs> Elon Axelson is the PR manager at Samsung Electronics Nordic based in Sweden. And she says, we hope people can meet under more honest or transparent circumstances with the help of the contents of the fridge, because that can tell you a lot about personality. And she also talked about combating the shallowness of filtered photos on social media and dating sites with something more organic, literally or figuratively figuratively. Also, Axelson noted that there are tons of single people in Sweden where the idea originated. Nearly half of all households in Sweden consist of single adults without kids, according to Eurostat, and which is the European Union's statistical office. So who knows? Maybe this will something that will get young single Swedes together, but the app is available worldwide. You don't have to live in Sweden. So, Are you ready to match your apples with someone's oranges? (laughs) If you are, this is something that you can actually consider. It is called refrigerating and it is from Samsung. So let me know, would you actually consider selecting someone based on the contents of their refrigerator? Maybe they were just having an off day or they haven't gone to the market yet. In which case, you know, you probably shouldn't take a picture. Or maybe they go and buy a whole bunch of fake stuff to make you think they eat a certain way and then it all comes crashing down. I'd love to know what you think. Drop me a line. Leave me a message. I'll be back shortly. Cheers. And finally, some TV news. The Simpsons, which is the longest running primetime scripted show in television history, has just gotten a little bit longer, according to Deadline Hollywood. Yes, they have been renewed for seasons 31 and 32 by Fox. So this renewal also erases any doubt that Fox is committed to keeping its signature animated series after their producer 20th Century Fox TV moves to Disney following the completion of the 71.3 billion acquisition. So of the other two veteran Fox animated shows, Family Guy is locked in for the next two seasons while Bob's Burgers is set for the next year. I love Bob's Burgers. I absolutely do in addition to loving the Simpsons. So while Fox Broadcasting Company is said to have been losing money on the Simpsons as the show gets more as shows get more expensive with age, it's a legacy series for the network and apparently there's been a slight license fee reduction for the animated show according to Deadline Hollywood, which is a huge profit generator for uh, 20th Century TV or 20th TV, we should say. Also, the cast of The Simpsons has been signed for two additional seasons, and animation has been a big priority for Fox. They ordered two new animated series for next season, and they plan to expand in a major way their animated franchises with The Simpsons, Family Guy, and Bob's Burgers as cornerstones. Meanwhile, 20th TV's new corporate sibling broadcast network, ABC, is not in the primetime animation business and has no current plans to get into that space. Also, it's female skewing while Fox's animated shows have a strong male appeal. Of course, there's always the possibility for a 20th TV animated series to jump to a Disney-owned platform as a streaming originals one day, but... The Simpsons renewal indicates that that's not in the cards for the foreseeable future. All right. Well, I don't know if anybody here is surprised. I was not surprised. (laughs) I'm not going to cancel it. As we said, those are cornerstone shows for Fox. So despite the whole combination now with Disney, those are going to go strong. Let me know. Are you a Bob's Burgers watcher or a Simpsons watcher or a Family Guy watcher? Let me know and let me know what you think about seasons 31 and 32 of The Simpsons or that the fact that there is going to be a season 31 and 32. And what do you think? Should it, is it time for it to go? Let me know. All right. I'll be back soon. Cheers. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Mediascope Briefs today. I hope you enjoyed them. You can actually hear me talk about all this type of news, media tech and pop culture news for a full hour every Wednesday. Yeah, that's tonight. So what happens is at 5 p.m. or 5-ish p.m. Eastern Time, we are on Instagram Live and I do the Instagram pre-show where I kind of tease the stories that I'm gonna talk about at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Periscope and Facebook Live. So let me tell you how you can reach me there. On Instagram, I am Dr. underscore tachi t-a-c-h-i so doctor underscore tachi on facebook live go to the mediascope page at mediascope one six mediascope 16 and on periscope i am at tachiada t-a-c-h-i-a-d-a so you can watch and you can know you know what twitter also forgot about that you could do that as well so twitter um is at tachiada as well so you can watch mediascope there and guess what Pretend you can't watch and you can only listen. We are also on wjmsradio.com. So all you have to do is go to wjmsradio.com at 6 p.m. And you're also going to be able to hear us. Yay. So you've got four different ways that you can hear us, no excuse. Actually five, because forgot to count Twitter. So no excuses. I hope to see you there. It is so much fun. The Mediascope family is there without fail every week. We have a lot of fun and foolishness. At the same time, we learn a little bit about what's going on in the worlds of media tech and pop culture. Can't wait to see you there. Cheers.